The Rising Sun by James Underwood There we go. One large D&T. Oh, lovely. Well, let's hope so. It costs as much as the whole round used to. I'm sure you're not unfamiliar with the concept of inflation, Ben. Plus, we're no longer ordering a pint of the cheapest lager than a Jack Rabbit White Zinfandel. You were never ordering Jack Rabbit Rosé. <laughs> True, but you get my point. Right as always, Charlie. Plus, uh, still better than London prices. I-, I just made it in time for last orders. Uh, sorry again, it's ended up being a bit late. It's no bother. I was sorry to hear about your... Uh, thanks. So sad. Yes. I was surprised you texted. I'm surprised you're here, to be honest. Here with you? Well, why would you think I wouldn't want to catch up? No, I mean, round here. Back living in the village. Well, what's wrong with here? Nothing. I just meant, um... When we used to meet in the summers, when you were back from Durham, I always thought you'd end up somewhere with a little more... glamour. Paris, Geneva... South of France. Oh, you have more faith in my A-level French than I do. I don't know. In, in my head I was thinking um, New York, London, Paris. Well, because you've chosen London, I would be compelled to pick one of the other two. Uh, I mean, I guess. It, it, it was silly. Just a silly thought that lingered in my brain. So, why did you text? I uh, I went to have a cup of tea with my nan up at the Hollies the other day, and she said your grandma just moved into the, one of the other bungalows. Yes, I've heard. They've become fast friends, apparently. Sounds like they've had a lovely summer. Drinking pims and watching Wimbledon, sitting out in the sun listening to the test match special during the ashes. So, we were talking, and she mentioned you had one of the big stone cottages just off the green. Well, that's the how, not the why. I wanted to speak to someone. Someone who I wasn't related to. Get out of the house. Enjoy a drink with a friend. But we're not friends, though. Not really. (laughs) Seriously, though. I would have expected to be lower down the batting order. Not your choice to open. What about Josh or Pete? Emily, even? They've, uh, They've all moved. Across the county lines. Not everyone can afford to stay local. Especially not in a house that looks like it's come straight from an article in Ideal Homes. Well, I was going more for grand designs, but close enough. I take it you've seen it, then? I was walking the dog the other day and happened to pass by. Happened to pass by? You were curious, admit it. Could it resist a peak? I was doing a loop. Uh, going up by the back of the kennels... Uh, by Daisy Bank towards the county park or on the on the footpath that takes you past the uh, the, the dogging car park. <laughs> the dogging car park? I haven't heard anyone call it that in years. Well, uh, is it still the car park where people go dogging? <laughs> I can't say I've had a cause to investigate in all honesty. I've always found it ironic that the dogging took place up by the kennels. I'm sorry to ruin the poetic symmetry for you, but it's probably just because it's a bit out of the way. There's no gate. No gate? No chance of getting locked in. Falling foul of a citizen's arrest from a member of the parish council. Uh, Probably no risk of that. 
Uh, probably uh, more than likely it'll be some old boy from the parish council anyway, parked up, flashing his lights. Someone like Claridge, honking his horn if he's not getting enough attention. <laughs> oh, sorry, um, too rude. No, it's fair. He was always the sort of character who thought a tap on the bottom was an appropriate greeting. Well, uh, what then? Oh, he's passed away about 18 months ago. Heart attack. Oh, shit. You weren't to know. Look, Ben, do you want to talk about your dad? Uh, maybe, um, uh, sometime. Uh, but, but not tonight. So, tell me, where have Josh and Pete fled to? Well, Josh is near Higham. Uh, Pete's between uh, Burton, Latimer and Thrapston. Higham? The way you painted it earlier, I thought it would be miles away. It is miles away. It's a 15-minute drive. Maybe 20 if you still drive like my grandma. It's not far at all. Hmm. Have they been in touch? They came to the funeral. I've had messages from them both, but they don't really know what to say in that. I don't know how to respond. I was thinking of suggesting a trip into town, to TJ's or something. A bit of a distraction. You can come with us if you like. I'm sure I'd like to see you too. Oh, you might have an issue there. To be fair, I, I didn't think you'd want to come there. Uh, TJ's has never really been your scene. Loud music, sticky floors. Well, the issue is that it's now a wine bar, and they have live jazz on a Saturday night. Oh. Well, I guess that suits you better, at least. When did you last go to TJ's? What? When was the last time you went out in town and ended up in TJ's? Uh, I... I'm not sure. Last Christmas, maybe? Probably a bit longer. You see, you always seem to want to paint me as stuck-up, too posh for TJ's. A snob, because I didn't like a dark room with a sticky floor selling cheap lager. But you weren't going. Because I don't live here. There's a direct train. I wasn't coming back from London to go to TJ's. <laughs> no. No, you weren't. But were you coming back at all? Well, I'm here now. And that's great. But here doesn't exist for your benefit, for good or ill. Life continues here, outside of your interest in it. I know all this change. Claridge, TJ's. It's upsetting. Especially now with all you've got going on. But things change. And they have changed. You can't stroll back in from the city and expect all the bits you remember fondly to be sat on the shelf waiting for you. Like like the toy of a spoiled child being kept in pristine condition, ready for the occasion you deem yourself ready to go and play with it again. Is is that how people think of me around here? Some bloke who swanned oh, off to the big city and only came back when... People around here are glad to have you back. But they didn't begrudge your leaving either. To most, it didn't matter either way. Time to drink up, please, ladies and gentlemen. Please start finishing your drinks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the digs. I hadn't realised I was being so entitled. I, I never asked you why. Why what? Why you agreed to meet up. Well... For all I said earlier, we are friends. Forever bound by our 
personal histories with each other and this place. Wherever we end up going, we'll always be from here. It's beautiful. And more poetic than anything I've heard uttered within the rising sun before. Right, passengers. We have reached our destination. Please make your way to the exits located to the front, side or rear. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Come on. Let's have a nightcap at mine. You can see the house. From the inside this time. Are you sure? It's getting late. Positive. You can give me your best Kevin MacLeod impression. Tell me how my home really works for me. If you're sure. Plus, we can keep talking about old times. Beyond dirty nightclubs and old perverts. <laughs> you know, you're not the only person with a nostalgic itch that needs scratching. In The Rising Sun, the part of Charlotte was played by Anna Riley, Ben by Ian Howe, and the landlord by me, Phil Marston. Sound by John Paris. This is an Ilkley Playhouse production.